Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about everything. Uh, so much stuff happened this week. We got, uh, well, we got some big Boba Fett spoilers from this past week. We got a bunch of trailers, uh, yep. some casting information, debut of new characters, all sorts of stuff. But we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hello, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. So, yeah, um, obviously, if you are listening to this, you probably saw the episode graphic and have been spoiled. But we will be talking about um, last week's Boba Fett um, mm-hmm. as we record on Tuesdays. And Boba Fett comes out on Wednesday morning. So what's up? We'll, we'll see you next week for the finale. Um, and we're talking about the Madam Web casting, all sorts of stuff. Um, some big movie announcements, uh, some trailer speculation. Star Wars know. has posted about it in Disney Plus about these That's true. people and this. It's it's fair game at this point. You know, it's wild. A Cad Bane figure came through the door three days <gasps> ago. Did you buy it? Yeah, well, of course. I hope you marked it up triple the price now. Oh, quadruple, Dylan. You know the of you course. know the way. This of is course. the way. Um, <laughs> no, we put it at the going market rep value, please. Of course, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, 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 anyway. Um, you know what? Before we go further, let's uh, let's get to the news, Dylan. What'd you find this week? I got some good stuff this week. Okay, so we'll start with the thing I was most excited about: the Oscars uh, yes. list came out. Um, there the was actually snubs. Yeah, there were some snubs like Spider Man No Way Home. <laughs> Not a snub. If you I'm think it's joking. a snub, it's, come on. I mean, it doesn't mean you don't you can't love that movie, but come on. I know lots of people were it was trending. Lots of people were complaining because uh you know they thought Tom Holland was snubbed and Tom Holland was good, but you know, there's a but, time and place for everything, you know. But just because the movie makes you go, ooh, doesn't mean that it needs an Oscar. All right, That's relax. True. Maybe they should have a best. They didn't they, service category. Didn't they toy with that like a couple of years ago? They were going to do like a best popular film or they best thought summer about that. blockbuster or I forgot what yeah, they called it. Yeah, they were going to do that. And I think they walked it back. I think that's the right choice because that's also a little dismissive. Yeah, I don't know how you police that. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Like you, you can't like best. You know, it's not good, but people liked it. I kind of like it because it is a little bit condescending. Right. This is so just this from is a the drama people's, from the yeah, drama award. aspect. I like it, but it doesn't make any sense. So no, from, from I I love messiness. It's great. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like I feel like Joker would have been a best popular movie and not oh, best picture. You know. I mean, you're not incorrect. Okay, so we'll go through some of the categories: best picture, Belfast, Coda, which Michael and I both loved. Right? Yes. Loved Don't look Coda. up. Did you have a chance to check it out yet? Don't I haven't seen it. I have not seen. Don't look up yet. I'll, I will watch up. it before, um, the Oscars. Before the Oscars. Drive the my Oscars? car. Oh, oh yeah. They're coming. We up. Saw, I don't know. A couple we saw, we saw drive my car last week, right? Last week, two weeks ago. Yes, we haven't. We never. That was last week. Yeah, we don't do the watch list anymore, so we don't really just talk about random movies that we saw. But Dylan and I went to go see Drive My Car at uh, Alamo Draft House last week. Yes, luckily, yeah. just in time. Yeah, j- Otherwise just I would have been thrown in the dark. I would have felt left out. But, I know, but like, what's this movie? We had a little bit different reactions to it, but I'm sure we'll talk about it on our Oscars episode. Yes. Um, Dune. Yes. Very excited about that. King Richard, uh, yeah. the um, Will Smith, yes. Venus and Serena's dad movie. Licorice Pizza, the Paul Thomas Anderson creepy movie. Uh huh. Nightmare Alley, the Guillermo del Toro movie. Yes. Uh, didn't that just come out today, Michael? On streaming? Oh, Nightmare Alley? Yeah, I believe so. 
Uh, so now I can or actually watch week. it. it either it came out recently, so right. I know that one you won't miss. Um, no, Power of the Dog, uh, the Netflix Benedict Cumberbatch movie. Right. Um, it's another gay cowboy movie. Uh, West <laughs> Side another Story. one. Literally, where's the yeah. Khaled soundboard? Yeah, that's sure to get you an Oscar. Um, and then West Side Story, the new Steven Spielberg one, which was that's miserable. a major key alert. Major key alert. Yeah. <laughs> Um, wow. So how do you feel about the best picture list, Dylan? I'm very happy that Coda is here, that Don't Look Up is here, and Dune. Dune is what I'm I, pulling for. I'm surprised that Dune win. made it, honestly. I didn't like it's a little blockbustery, so but, but it they, is I feel like they put one every year, you know, like a yeah, little bit. A little a little fan favorite. Not yeah. always. But Dune is legitimately good in lots of ways, you know. It's not just the squee movie. I, but I think from that list. Um, it's a, it's a toss up for me. So I really, we're not reviewing drive my car. Um, I did love that movie a lot. Um, although I, if for me, it's a toss up between Dune and Coda, I mean, right. shout out to the two that I've seen, They're but so um, different. it's hard to compare are, it's, them. It's so like Dune, I mean, not Dune, sorry. Coda is like borderline. It has like, um, Hallmark channel movie energy, but like, really it, yeah. really good you know what i'm saying like it's it's feel good you sort of know what's gonna happen um there is there right. is drama but it's kind of like um you know i you f- i feel like i was never worried that it wasn't gonna work out okay yeah I agree. whereas, whereas little, we're watching drive saccharine. my car we're watching drive my car and it's like well what else is gonna go wrong now who's gonna die in this one oh yeah. oh how is your life terrible like it's you great know. to see a, a quote international movie in the regular section, though. You know, it's it's a little weird. I don't. Is that against the rules for it to be nominated in both categories? I think that's kind of weird. It's not. They just have to like it enough. Oh you wow! Know, like Parasite or something. So not like Titan. Got it. Unfortunate. Uh, R.I.P. Titan. Well, what that? So to me, that's my biggest snub. Dylan, what's your biggest snub for Best Picture? Oh, um, you have one. No way home. Matrix Revolution. Yes, no way home. Resurrection. Not off the top of my head. Scream. I don't know. <laughs> uh, fast. Was there a fast movie this year? There was not a fast movie. I don't even. I remember. have. I'll. I'll do you remember what? Do you remember that. what came out last year? I don't know. I don't know what came out the past three years blend together. You know. Yeah. Three I billboards. Know. I don't know. <laughs> I watched that the other day. Six years old. Yeah. Um, I love that movie. What, so, um, what's your pick? So, I mean, if you had to pick one, because you've seen you've seen Belfast, Coda, don't don't look up. You're the only one you haven't seen, right? Is um, I've seen them all. Oh, you have. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, what's your pick? To, um, hmm. if, I mean, not to put you on the spot, but I'm putting you on the spot. Um, it, I would I would it, say it's tough. It's okay. I can tell you what it. I, if I had to guess, your pick. I had to guess yeah. your pick. It's going to be Don't Look Up or Dune. It's going to be between those two. So Dune I love for your Don't heart. Look Up, but it's not going to win. It's very uh, on the nose, over the top, goofy humor, okay. which I don't think appeals to the I know, Oscars. I know you loved Belfast. I like Belfast a lot. You didn't, I want Coda you didn't like to win. Speech. Okay. Okay. It's not going to win. There's a 0% chance, but I haven't seen a movie like that win an Oscar, you know? So right. I want Coda to win. It's that'd be great. It's great for like genre diversity, like actual actor diversity, you know, like different so kinds of stories. What's, what's the money on? Like, is it on um, Alley? No. Uh Power of the Dog, it looks like. 
Really? Yeah. It has the most nominations, Power of the Dog. Okay. Um, it's a very good movie. You'll like it okay. if you watch it. Um, I, I plan to. Yeah. We're going to um, we're gonna set up a movie room over here at my house. So, ooh. yeah, I'm, well, I'm excited. Well, I can't, we kind of have to because, like, Lori can't, like, watch a, a bunch of stuff. So, it's like, if I want to watch, like, 90% of my movie collection, <laughs> she has to not be in the room. Makes sense. Yeah. So, we're going to, I'm going to, it's about to go out, go down. But um, that's there's a lot of other like the only ones that the superhero ones made it into were the uh, the visual effects. Oh, Spider Man No Way Home and Shang Chi No Time to Die, Free Guy, and Dune were were nominated for visual effects. Oh, you know who I think was snubbed who actually got a lot of nominations in other categories is Emma Stone for Cruella. She was so good. I didn't think she was going to get nominated, so it's hard to call it a snub for like a Disney flick, you know? Sure, but, but like... It was nominated where I think it had to be, which is costumes and makeup, you know? And like Lady Gaga be... was, wasn't nominated, right? Wasn't she? Wasn't her performance well-respected yeah, in Gucci? She was... Or was she just over the top? She was in a bad movie. In okay. a not very good movie. You know, Whoa. it's hard. It's hard to... But the memes, Dylan. Thank goodness. Also, the Razzies came out. I don't know if you oh, saw I, that. I did see that. But thank goodness Jared Leto was nominated for a Razzie for thank, House thank of Gucci. That movie, he was so bad in that. <laughs> he was playing a Mario twin. Yes. Um, um, okay, but before before we move off from this, what's your what's your director choice? Uh, so the directors are Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Kenneth Branagh no. for Belfast, uh, Jane Campion uh, for Power of the Dog, uh, Ryuiski Hamaguchi for Drive My Car and Spielberg for West Side Story. Um, I granted I have only seen one of these. Um, I did really love the direction in Drive My Car, though. It was really th- good. It was it was remarkably shot. Like it, yes. it was so good to look at, like a good, you know, example of what film can achieve without having like effects or like major effects, I should say. I'm sure yeah. there's processing and filters and yeah. whatever but um for just framing and very kubrick type um stuff is framed like paintings i don't know i a really really good looking movie um that's my I, either that or power of the dog jane campion she was she that was like a very well directed movie as well okay it was gorgeous i see um i need i need to watch it it's on Netflix. Just put it on. And it can be like a little bit of a background movie. You don't need to. I'll put it on right now. Yeah. Do it while we're talking. No one will notice. <laughs> um, Any other okay. standouts? Um, nah. Okay. I I mean, everything. There's nothing. I'm very glad Kristen Stewart was nominated because she's been getting snubbed in a lot of different places. Snubbed. Oh, really? Snubbed. I use that word appropriately uh, because she was. Um, she's so good. Um, and I'm very happy that Kirsten Dunst, who was nominated for Power of the Dog. Oh, that's right. I forgot she was in that. She's so good in that. She's amazing. Because um, she hasn't been in a lot of like mainstream stuff lately, right? No, she like only almost exclusively does these like indie Oscar type movies, you know. So I'm like, right. she's finally getting something, you know. I'm, I am surprised that Denis Villeneuve was not nominated for Best Director because I feel like he was a huge part of why that was so good. So yeah, little, right. That's per- a little weird. Perplexing for me. Or, I mean, but, if they have to stick to the five, I mean, and I feel like they would be kicked out of Hollywood if they didn't nominate PTA for any, if ever he did a movie, right? Like, 
Paul Thomas Anderson has to get directed. I guess. Get, has Ugh. to get nominated. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. We'll talk about it more in the okay. Oscars episode, you know? For sure. What do you what what appeals to you most? What are you most excited to watch of of the ones that you haven't seen? Uh Belfast. I think that Belfast really looks, really, looks really, really good. And you know, it and they're they're inspired by um you know uh the Snyder cut, so they're black and white, which I really love. Of course. Yeah, just the justice is great, I assume of Belfast. Yeah. Um okay, so there's some more news. Yeah, we've got, got lots more news. Um the, the Madam Web movie that we've covered a bit is apparently still happening. Uh and okay. Dakota Johnson is gonna play her from Fifty Shades of Grey and you know, other movies, but that's what she's known for. I don't know her from anything. Shades. I've never seen Fifty Shades. Uh I don't know if I know her from anything. Um, I I don't know. Like she oh, looks familiar. Seen her in something. I'm, seen I mean, her. I mean, I've she seen. She does her. indie movies also. Oh, is that it? Okay, she's done some indie movies. I mean, I'm looking at the list here. Oh yeah, she's she did in 21, the Lost Daughter, Twenty One Jump recently. Street, of course. Yeah, um, known for. Yeah, known for. No, I don't know. Oh, she was in Suspiria. Okay. Yeah, she was the main character. Okay, that's well, you know okay, her. that's that's what I know from. I know her from okay. Suspiria, the remake <laughs> of Suspiria. She was very good in that. Shout out to a news story we have coming up. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so how do you, I don't I um, okay. So wait, so it's it's the Madam Web film or is she gonna be Madam Web in some film? It's Come a Madam Web movie. Can, look, Sony stop. Why does everyone you? know how to do this but them? Like do a spider universe. I don't understand. How this this should just be really easy, right? It's. I get very frustrated when people armchair like executive produce same same franchises, but in this case, there's a clear path to success. Like Peter, Miles, Gwen, all the different Spider people, bring them together at some point. You know, right? Uh, Madam uh, Web movie. There should be Bro. no villain movies. They should Why be we... the villains in the movies, and Madam Web should not have her own movie, in my opinion. Maybe it's great. We'll see. I mean, it very well could be. I would have told you that a Cruella movie is not going to be any good. Right. So, but here we are. Right. Um, I don't know. The, it's an odd choice. And she's also not an old blind crippled lady. Right. How, how you, who's excited for this? She could be playing Julia Carpenter, the second Madam Web, who was previously Spider Woman. And she became oh, Madam Web sense. at some point. So the theory is maybe it's that, but. I don't know. You know, I mean, it's just like Craven. Right now, what they have coming up is Craven's filming, though, right? I don't know about that. It's they're saying it's getting made or it's being filmed. I don't know. It's in the works. What 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 is coming up from Sony is Venom three, Craven, Madam Web, and something else that is not very interesting. You know what I mean? Right. Morbius. That's right. Yeah. That that still exists. It seems like they're drawing from a hat. For mm-hmm. I have well, a conspiracy it... theory. Okay, I think there has they can't be this stupid. There has to be some reason, you know. Right. Um. I think they must have some kind of deal with Disney where they get to introduce certain characters in the MCU before they go over to Sony or something, like they did with Tom Holland Spider Man. You know. Sure. Like maybe they're like, no, we're going to introduce Miles, and then you could put and him then in you some can new have stuff. Him. Yeah, there's no reason for this. Well, and honestly, though, like Sony should be okay with that because 
if they if they <laughs> were in charge of the Tom Holland Spider Man movies from Jump, that they wouldn't we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have been here. Yeah, that's very true. It had been recast and rebooted already. Like, <sighs> it sucks because just, I love to see another female led superhero movie, you know. But like, but there's like literally this. characters like Spider Gwen and stuff right. that could have a movie, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. I mean, even the saw- Black Cat or the even that one seemed like a better idea. Yeah, Madam Web. <laughs> That's if she's never I, had her own title. I don't think. If you're hyped so, for Madam Web, let us know at BRC Uncanny. Yeah, gosh, I'm very happy for you if you are, and explain to me why, so that maybe yeah, I can. I want to get hyped too. Right. The only thing I've ever read Madam Web in was that uh, Spider-Man Marvel Knights uh, miniseries from 2015-16. Or so, I guess. yeah. I mean, she's barely in it, but that's—I don't know her. Has at all. she had her own title? Am I no. wrong? She okay. might have had a what if, like a like a like a one shot or something, but she's never had an ongoing. Remember, they were Sony was also doing the Aunt May movie. That was the thing they um, said they I were going to make that. as well. I do remember that. They need help. Someone needs to help them. Someone needs to help them. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Are you done? You got anything else to say about Madam Web? Oh, so much, but there's not much to say right now. Um, so the Super Bowl, the big, the big game is what the big game? Yes, yes, yes. This Sunday, right? Super Bowl. Yes. Need you to help me. Okay. Yeah, that's the Sunday. Yeah. Who's playing, Dylan? The the um, Ravenbacks. Yes. And the correct. the nickel dimers. Um, yeah, that's it. Dylan got it. I know. Yeah. Well, can, can you tell me the cities? Do you have any idea? Literally, no. L.A. Yes. <laughs> well, that really? that, no. yes. L.A. and Cincinnati. Okay. It's it's and it's in Los Angeles, so uh, good for the Rams. Cool. Yeah. But whatever. Good for them. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good for them. They got a home field advantage. But I feel like that doesn't count in the Super Bowl. Well, the Super Bowl is good for other things like, like trailers, like, like trailers, the, like the halftime show. Oh, yes, the half. Well, not this year, but uh, who is it's someone I don't care about? Who is it's it Eminem year? and oh, Dr. right, right, the, the Dr. Dr. Dre, I think. Yeah. Um, well, we're getting some trailers, and we always get funny commercials, which is what I care about. Um, but we're getting apparently a Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer yes. or TV spot or something. Normally, these things are really short. Um, sometimes there's a longer version online, sometimes there's not. But we're getting that Moon Knight, very exciting. Yes. And Buzz Lightyear. I feel like we just Boy. got. That's weird. We just got a Lightyear trailer today. I think the Lightyear trailer there will be a shorter version of that on the Super Bowl. Sometimes they put them out a little early, you know. Oh, I see. I think what we're talking about is the Super Bowl thing. So I see. There's that. We'll talk about that soon. Um, but I'm. I only care about Doctor Strange. I care about Moon Knight as well. But well. We are we. I I didn't put it on our, our thing today because it was a teaser, uh, for Jordan Peele's Nope, that came out today. It's thirty seconds, and twenty five of those seconds are us and Get Out interspliced, uh, and then telling you that we're going to get a trailer, uh, during the Super Bowl for Nope. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's yes. exciting. Yeah. So next. Well, week- okay. So I lied. There, there's five seconds of a close up of three different characters doing something in Nope. Okay. But I don't care. So a teaser for a teaser. A teaser for a teaser. But you know what? That's gonna be that's gonna be the star of the show. I mean, Doctor Strange, cool, whatever. Nope, is it? Okay. I'm telling um, you. 
but yeah, join us next week because we're gonna have lots of cool. Yeah, a lot. I'm of sure we're gonna have to lots of about. stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yes. Um. Okay. Moving on. Or there I mean, is... also make sure you watch them too because or watch the Super Bowl because you know we're going to. Or yeah, we are both of us. It's on Sunday, Dylan. Sunday, yeah. <laughs> Sunday at five thirty. The only thing I care about about the Super Bowl. One of the yes. things is that Auntie Anne's has a <laughs> the pretzel DoorDash. Yes, they have a DoorDash deal that's like a bunch of wait people little, people like, DoorDash Auntie Anne's. I never have, but I saw it on DoorDash and it's like a Super Bowl deal and it looks pretty good. And I'm planning on hey, I'm I'm more team I'm team Wetzel's pretzels. Okay. Oh, okay. Your I, team, what's it called at AMC? <laughs> I forgot already. Uh, the a, Bavarian AMC. legend. Yeah, I'm Team Bavarian Legend. The right. isn't it like ten pounds or some stupid thing. It's fifteen dollars for a pretzel at AMC uh, for their Bavarian Legend. But you get it, you're getting fifteen dollars of pretzel. Oh, oh yeah, you're getting fifteen dollars worth of pretzel. I mean, you can't eat that whole thing. If you can, you're having a heart attack at the theater. Um, but I will be working. But hopefully, I'll I'm sure I'll be home in time to. I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl. I don't I don't care. Uh, but I will watch the trailers. So. I'm very excited about that. What else you got, Dylan? All right. So the Obi-Wan show, you know what's coming. We don't know exactly yes. when, but there are some hints about when it might be coming because Disney likes to tie in the comics and the shows, you know. Yes. Um, there's an Obi-Wan comic coming out in May. People have been saying that maybe it'll come out May the 4th, around there. That would make sense. Um, I hear that's a popular Star Wars day. Uh, no. No, it's not. Um, but that would put it right after right after uh, Moon Knight, so that would make sense. Um, are do you, like what's your hype level for Obi Wan? Are you gonna um, either zero, read the comic or watch? It? Well, um, you're gonna watch the show. Well, yeah, I, I will. I will watch. I'll watch the show and I'll read the first issue, um, for sure. Um, the show's got to be good, right? Of course. I just it's. I'm not even. I'm not even thinking about Obi Wan right now. Like, I don't know. Like we're too far into Boba Fett. Is that why and, and Boba Fett, save for this one and this past one, have really not done it for me and has not been exciting in any way. Oh. I mean, up until these past two episodes, you know. Um But I do so, like Jedi stuff. So Sure. Maybe I mean, and I and I do like you and McGregor, so that's cool. Um I'm I'm sure it'll He's be a good fun. actor. Uh, yes, I'm sure it'll be good. Or at least mid. Yeah. Either way, pick up the comic. We'll have it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We might be doing an event for it at Clear Lake, too. Ooh. Yeah. Get some blue milk? I mean, maybe. We're going to find out. All right. So we are in between seasons of The Boys right now. The Amazon show, based on the comic. Um, But there is a cartoon, animated series. Uh, of shorts it's an anthology so there's different animation styles and different uh, voice actors creators writers for each episode okay it's called the boys presents diabolical and it's set in the vat cinematic universe which is the name of the company in uh in the boys um it looks very silly it's like picture like rick and morty the boys or something like that you know sure okay um and the, the trailer made it look okay but i'm impressed by the people doing it um there's uh jason isaac seth rogan is it John all the people T- from the the show 
No, they got not everybody. The show. Oh, really? No, it's just new uh, people. Don Cheadle, Aisha Tyler, Camille Nanjiani, um, Seth Rogen, Aquafina, bunch of people. You know, wow, that's cool. So, and are you a lot of them are, are written by those people. Like oh, really? the first episode is written by Aquafina and Garth Ennis. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, <laughs> There's a lot right. of Blazer from um, Broad City. She did one too. So Andy Samberg did one. Aisha okay. Tyler wrote one. So I don't know. It. I If I had to guess, I would say this will be hit and miss because of the nature of the well, format. Well, of course. But there might be some gems in here, especially if you like being in the boys universe, you know? Uh, are you going to watch it? Oh, I watched, I watched the boys, so I'll try it. But it some of them didn't look, the animation looked pretty bad. Ah. Like the one on the still that I'm yes. looking at. Yes, I see. That looks really bad. It looks very flash animation, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, that's on purpose, though. I guess, but it's then a, some I mean, of them choice. actually looked good. So it's, you know, right. Got, got the full spectrum of animation, I feel like. But yeah, well, I don't know. I, you're going to watch it, right? Having not um, watched The Boys? Definitely not. What's that? Sorry. Uh, well, I've, I haven't watched The Boys and I haven't read The Boys. So, you know, it's a. Uh, I mean, you know what? If if you tell me it's good, I'll watch it, Dylan. If you tell me, maybe I'll send it. you one skit or something. One of the there it good is. ones. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, it's gonna be the Aquafina one. I'm telling you, let's do it. But that's all I got. Watch the trailer. Um, I feel like it'll be pretty divisive. Um, so we got some Moonfall news. <laughs> oh, do we? Oh, you saw that, right? I did. I went last week. It was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> and not How's in it? a good way, even. Okay. You know? It bit off way more, just like to the one sentence reveal review is it bit off way more than it could chew. Of course. It became very interstellar, mm. which I was just wanted. I signed up for a disaster movie and they did like, they attempted to explain how the human race started and stuff oh like that. Oh my God. Yeah. There's ancient aliens. What? Uh, yeah. That's, okay. A lot of kids, they, they confirm a lot of conspiracy theories. Really? Um, they like That's not what fo- I thought that movie was. They try and be. fold them into what is happening in real life, I guess. Okay. Like ancient aliens terraformed the moon and lived inside of it, but they made a bunch of moons and they sent. Now there's an evil uh, tech-based alien who lives in the moon that's trying to destroy all organic life in the universe. It's like very much like Excuse sci-fi. Me? Yeah, I thought the wow. moon was falling. Okay, the, the moon is falling, <laughs> Dylan. Yeah, the, tra- um, the, well, the trailer and the name don't don't do it justice. Well, I don't know if you saw the box office over the weekend, but uh, Jackass Jackass beat it. Uh, I don't know who deserves it more. Neither, you know. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like Jackass is going to sell a lot of tickets. Yeah, I mean, I would have <laughs> rather Moonfall one because it's an original movie, I guess. Yeah. Not a sequel, but I don't know. Does Jackass count as a sequel? Like, I mean, it's there's no like story, or is it just? I wouldn't call it original anymore. No, definitely not. The first I guess movie it's not was a sequel. I don't know because the first movie wasn't even original at that point because they had the TV series for yeah. a couple of years before the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember being who, a stupid. Who were you rooting for, Moonfall oh, or Jackass? I was, I was Johnny Knoxville, man. No, uh, no, not at all. Because uh, Machine was, Gun Kelly's in it, right? You were. Oh, I lo- uh, dude, I love MGK. MGK yeah. all day, dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. I barely. I don't even really know who that is. He was okay. in Nerve, right? Wasn't <laughs> yes. Wasn't he in Nerve? 
yeah that he's that, um yeah Megan he's Fox's a rapper boyfriend right? that's right <laughs> that's i mean i know i mean i know who he is but like yeah come on anyway uh moonfall <laughs> uh <laughs> don't go see it i feel like we have okay this story though we have a few of them we have like one every month i feel like uh-huh. um of some director talking about superhero movies yeah. This time it's Roland Emmerich who directed Moonfall in 2012 and Day After Tomorrow. Those movies, you know, those garbage movies. What are you talking about? Roland Emmerich is, uh, yeah, okay, go on. Film Maven. Uh, yeah, Phil, Film Maven. True kinophile Roland Emmerich. So he was talking about how the disaster genre has changed in <laughs> recent years. Uh-huh. And he says, because naturally Marvel and DC Comics and Star Wars have pretty much taken over. It's ruining our industry a bit because nobody does anything original anymore. He said you should make bold new movies, you know? Like Moonfall. Like Moonfall, yes. And he said, and actually, I think uh, Christopher Nolan is a master of that. He's someone who can make movies about whatever he wants. I have a little bit harder, but I still have a big enough name, especially when it's a disaster movie or has some sort of disaster theme. So basically, he's acknowledging that he has to go to a studio with a disaster movie for it to get made. You know, it's a little sad, you know? Sweet. I'm trying to look at the last movie he directed that wasn't a disaster film. Um, Stargate in 94. Because then it was Independence Day, Godzilla. Okay, The Patriot is not a disaster film. But after The Patriot in 2000, that's it. Okay, hear me out. Go ahead. He's not totally wrong because originality is good. For movies you know i like, agree I, I like new ips i like it when they succeed that's very exciting but i wouldn't i don't think he's the person to be saying this making the same right. movie over and over again you know like right. i don't know he's yeah, not no, on definitely. a high horse let's just say that and i also i think a lot of people are out of touch with i am a marvel fanboy but out of touch with what marvel looks like now which each movie is like almost a little bit of a different genre they're right more diverse more do I really think Roland Emmerich has seen anything Shang-Chi past Iron Man? And Eternals? No, I don't think so. He saw yeah. Iron Man and maybe Captain America, the first Avenger. Yes. Yeah. And he sees the trailers and the posters that all look the same. You know? Yeah, and Marvel and DC all... are not the same also. When you he no. put them together, that's even more crazy. Like the Joker and Guardians of the Galaxy are not at all the same movie. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, from an outsider looking in, at the very least, all the Marvel posters look the same, you know. Yeah, they're targeted for the same crowd. Right, us. But I would think as a filmmaker, you would know some of it, you know, just to be informed about the industry, especially no, if you're going to speak on it. They're clearly not, though. Yeah. You know, they're clearly not. So, I mean, you know, here we are. I wouldn't say Star Wars is taking over either. They don't do movies that often, you know? No. And, and they're not that about? successful, like from a some of them. critical standpoint. Anyway, yeah. That's that. Anyway, um, anyway, who's uh, next? Who's gonna do this next? Uh, so who? So who's gonna? Which old old man director is gonna stick his? Has James mouth? Cameron done it yet? No. How could he possibly? He could. Mister Avatar. Would he would be the one. He he could not. Avatar is a superhero movie. I mean, yeah, but neither could Roland Emmerich. So, I think I think it'll be someone that actually stings us. It'll be like it'll be like uh, Denis Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Yes. Um, that would, uh, if it was but he co- made Dune, you know, and Blade yeah. Runner. He does IPs now. Oh, didn't he do something? 
he did do something, but it wasn't. I think he. I think he made. A, I think he made a comment more about like um, watching movies at home versus the theatrical experience. I think that was. He was like very now, anti the HBO Max thing. I remember commenting on how now he's making adapted screenplays. Oh. Don't quote me on it, but I feel like okay. he's just toeing that pond, which is fine. But, so, who is there? Is there a is there a director that it would like just kill you if 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 they came out and did it? You're just like honestly, oh, no. no, I don't care about. I assume most directors are probably like not cool people, right? It's just like I I'd rather know. just not know. Being someone that you think is nice and want to hang out with doesn't go hand in hand with being a film director. I feel like you know that's true. So there's nothing. No, none of them could hurt me. So, what about you? Um, I don't know. I don't really. If they're pretentious, does that make you like their movies less? Oh man, that's a good question. Because I, I my the, my mind is going to Yorgos Lanthimos, and yeah. he's not really pretentious. Uh, the interviews, he seems pretty down to earth, but he also seems very controlling and very uh, has a stranglehold on what his movie is going to look like. And you yeah, can tell when actor, you watch his movies. The way movies. the actors talk about him too. Yeah, um, they don't like say they don't say like negative things about him but they say you know they say different things about different people you know uh yeah rachel vice say- talked about how like he was very meticulous about like where the inflection was on her all her sentences and stuff like that she's like no i will right. go to the house you know like pretty much like that which is right. no i will go to the house but it wasn't it wasn't negative they were just like he's very particular you know i yeah i believe it not to reference stanley kubrick a second time in, in an episode but i will like it sounds a lot like that type of behavior um but i think that's it for Dylan's news, right? That's it. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, well let's. Oh. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back. Thank you, Dylan, for informing us. And wow, it's, it's like almost like you're reading it from a script or something. Um, I, I'm very impressed with the way I'm able to say the exact same thing every episode in the same way. Where does the music come from? Oh, you can hear that too. Oh, I thought it was coming from your, you know, b- your bike behind you, your Peloton or whatever that thing's called. No, Instructor Cody isn't playing anything right now. Oh, wow. Instructor Cody. Um, anyway, we're going to get You know what we got tonight is the first Madam Web. Do you really? Get in on the ground floor. Yeah. Yeah. But before, I mean, as, as we just dragged the movie, but you know, yep. it's, a, it's a hot book though, for real. That is, it is. it's a good book to get. Um, anyway, um, we are going to talk about the news that I found this week. Um, yeah. And if you're not familiar, we do have our sort of lanes that we, uh, you know, we cover here. Mine's more genre and, uh, the and also the true kino stuff uh i have no wrestling news really D- dylan's got like the industry stuff and uh superheroes and cape the stuff cape, cape stuff yeah cape stuff some film casting news so dylan are you familiar Ooh. with the film um upcoming film the fablemans directed no. by one steven spielberg 
Um, so the Fablemans, we don't know much about it. We do know it is a semi-autobiographical drama by Spielberg. Okay. It's supposed to come out Thanksgiving this year. Semi-autobiographical. All okay. right. Don't know what that means, really. I mean, I, I understand what those words mean, but um, he. So semi-autobiographical um, oh is God. like okay, sorry, so, somewhat about yourself, and you're telling the story. Yeah. Um, he also did. Uh, he's casted cast a bunch of kids, but the big casting news: David Lynch, film director David Lynch, is joining as an actor. What's happening? Uh, his role remains a closely guarded secret, according to Variety. Why is it a secret? I don't know. Not Star Wars. Calm down. I love David Lynch as an actor. Have you ever seen him try to act, Dylan? I don't think I've seen him act it's, ever. No, it's incredible. He just shouts. <laughs> he's he's he has no range. Interesting. Um, so for someone translate. Who, no, he's the worst. But well, I mean, I think he's doing a bit. I think he's playing a character. He's playing the David Lynch character in every movie. Okay. You know, so I'm very excited about this because I love David Lynch. Uh, you never saw the monkey thing that he did last year or two years ago on Netflix. The what did Jack do? Oh, I did see that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you call that acting. He did the voice. He voiced the monkey. No. Well, that, that's acting. Well, so. well, that well, that's what he is in every movie. He's that. He's the monkey. Uh, so you think that will continue into the Fablemans? I'm, I'm hoping he's going to play future old Steven Spielberg. Please no. That's that's it. That's what's happening. Why can't he just play himself? Um, you know he could. He could. Is this a comedy? I'm confused. We'll see. I mean, I think it's no. It's a drama. It's a drama. Um, but anyway, moving on. Um, Scream, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, has been greenlit yeah. for Scream Six. Um. So it grossed more than $100 million globally. Uh, so they've got one ahead and said, hey, you know what? We're coming back. Much. Yeah, I mean, it's... But on a... on a, on a cost like $19 million to make something right, like, like that. Right, so. on the scale of yeah. what the movie cost, you know? Yeah, it's Only global. 100? That's it? 106.7. That's not good. It should be making way more than that. 62, I know there's a pandemic, so... 62.6 domestic. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. That is that is pretty pretty low, but um fan reaction is very good. Um, so we are uh we're getting another scream. Uh, I don't know what to expect from it. I hope we get less legacy casting, honestly. Um, because I th- as I think we said on the on the screen review that that is like the the weakest point of the yes. uh, right. I agree. So I don't know. I'm I'm very excited either way. I'm wearing. I mean, I'm literally wearing a scream shirt and scream pants today. Um, so I think I think they've really carved out a nice niche for themselves, um, and like honoring the legacy of the old, the other <clears throat> original four, and not the TV show. I guess I've never seen that. Um, I think they're gonna have to move forward without the legacy. They they, like they need said. to just just leave it, dude. Just like, for budgetary reasons too, you know, like. So the Halloween reboot or the 2018 one made 255 million. Oh wow! I feel like it should have been a little bit closer to that. Maybe not quite that popular, but like 200, 150, something like that. You know? Well, I mean, I guess if we're going with the um, the uh, what you call it, 
Uh, I lost my train of thought here. For going with the pandemic idea, like a hundred, a hundred thousand versus two fifty. I mean, is that does that math track? I don't think. Um, I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. It's a success, regardless. It did well. I mean, either way, like it. It. I think it's very successful, and lots of people liked it. So, um, Agreed. I think. I think we're good for it. I think. I think either way, it's going to be good. I. I don't know. I think. What's the it's what's the name of the people that did it? It's like Derek's or something. It's like a singular name but plural. I don't know. David's or something. Oh no, no, no. That's some other movie that we saw. This is um Tyler Gillette and um Matt Olpin, Bettinelli Olpin. Uh the people that directed Scream Five are gonna be returning to direct Scream and, and ready or not. Six. Yes, and ready or not. Um and the same people that wrote Scream Five are returning to um write this one. And pr- production is gonna begin this summer. So, I would like a new director every installment. I think it'd be interesting. You know, I, I, I don't. Know. I would like them to go back to be doing original things like Ready or Not, and then just keep bringing someone new, so we get something new each time, and we like are guaranteed to get a new experience. I think that'd be cool. I get that, but like, well, well, that would be different than how Scream has been because Scream was all Wes Craven, all right. a singular sort of thing. But I think you need, it's a good idea to switch it up when you have to, when you're forced to like, to, you have to do something different. So like may as well go very different, right? like almost anthology. But I realize that's not what Scream is. So I, I see why they're not doing um, that, but that's, that's what I would want to see. You know, I'd be okay with it. I think, I think switching directors is fine. I'm good with that. Don't you think it's hard to keep saying like, oh, he's back, like, and make it in continuity, like the same town well, and everything it's well just like, i think i think you have to get away from woodsboro right like you would think at yeah. that point at that point they've changed the name of the town um so at that point you're also doing the plot of halloween six which i don't have you have you seen halloween six mm, i don't think so halloween the curse of michael myers so that takes place in the future or, or haddonfield 20 years or so after the michael myers killings and the, the town doesn't celebrate halloween masks are banned like you know like it's you know they they've moved past it so they 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 address that in halloween six kind of so maybe they could do something like that here but if if they're still sticking with woodsboro if we're doing legacy characters and moving on with the same like story i want to see kirby the survivor from scream four who was confirmed to still be alive in uh this most recent one i want to see her in the next one i think that'd be exciting that would be really good fresh but legacy at the same time you know I, I agree, because um, it's like the R- Randy's niece or something. Oh, I forget. She was related to him in some capacity. Yeah, everyone's related to someone. Well, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, you were best friends. My mom was your gardener. Yeah, you know? I don't sad. know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's get on to the trailers. Uh, the first trailer of the week, we have Lightyear came out this week. We kind of referenced yeah. it a little bit earlier in the show. Um because there's going to be a Super Bowl ad coming up for Lightyear, which Dylan, you think is going to be just a shorter version? Of I this? think it, I think it's this, but shorter. Yeah, a lot of the um, Super Bowl trailers have come out already. Interesting. Okay, so uh, not Nope yet, though. I'm waiting for Nope. Uh, not the big ones that people are right. like waiting to see, but a lot of like like the Doritos, like those kind of commercials have come out at me. Okay. Okay. Um, well, so when this teaser came out. Uh, a few months back for Lightyear, I didn't even. Maybe I just forgot and we hadn't talked about it. But like, I didn't know that it was a thing until we saw that teaser trailer. 
Yeah. Uh, it's been on my radar. I've been okay. interested in it. There's apparently some, I truly don't know, but there's apparently some like twist in this movie that is divisive that some people that I follow think is like a bad idea. That's all I know. I'm sure you there's can a, go look a, it up. There's a twist in Lightyear? Yes, I'm sure you could look up like Lightyear spoilers or something like that. Really? I, I just haven't honestly cared to, but there's something about it that they're not like showing in the trailers that some people think might be a bad idea. Really? Like maybe, That's it. See, now I'm interested. Yeah, I think there's more to this than what we're seeing. And I think I'm going to try not to know until it comes out, but it looks I fine, think right? If it's like a like if it's like a Lego movie type twist or something like from the first I one. I think like, it's something like that. Yeah, on that level. See, I love that. But however, like at that point, you're just like belt looping on Lego movie. I feel like no other movie can do that again for a long time. Except that my Shyamalan. Hmm. <laughs> when he makes oh my god anyway it pans um, out and he's filming the buzz lightyear movie stop i would love I'm, that you know what it's him playing with toys <laughs> um i'm okay with that so what did you think of this trailer we got we got a lot more um idea of what the story is in this one we see emperor zerg yeah um, uh i don't really care about the buzz lightyear mythology or the toy story mythology i like toy story fine i love the first one um I watched the cartoon growing cool. up. But there's a Buzz Lightyear cartoon, Starfleet. Was there? Starfleet Command, I think is what it was. I called. never saw yeah. that. Animated series. I liked that. It was not he wasn't a toy. It was like, like really? what this is kind of. Yeah. Um okay. it was him in the like Academy. Starfleet Academy? Something yeah, like that. Something Starfleet Academy. Isn't that Star Trek? I don't know. Uh whatever, it doesn't matter. Um so in this trailer, we get to see uh, Buzz uh, purportedly Star Command. The, Star Command. Star Command. So, purportedly, the real world Buzz that the toy is based on. Yes. Um, getting very meta. Yes, very meta. Um, all, and a meta where I don't understand it because, like, he's fighting robots and aliens, and like, and it's supposed to be the toy is based on this, and this Toy Story universe doesn't seem to be that futuristic. So, like, how no, did no, this? No. Hold on, you're missing a piece here. Am I missing a piece? The toy is based on a movie, and this is the movie that the toy is based on in the real world. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, I don't, I don't have time for this. Um, yes, it's like if someone made just like for the listeners, if someone much. made if there was a movie some, that no, was like He Man toys, yeah. and then someone made the He Man movie that was in our universe, but we existed. You know, it's like that. I, it's very interesting. I, I feel like it's also it'd be like if they did a full movie for the Black Freighter from Watchmen, the comic book that, that that kid's reading. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know that's that's too much for me. But anyway, whatever. Okay, so the, the, there it is. Don't lay it out for you. So what did you think of this trailer, Dylan? Um, I thought it, the animation looks gorgeous. Looks, of course, perfect. Um, I like uh, Chris Evans in this role. I think he's doing a good job. Yeah, definitely. Um, Kiki Palmer. I don't remember hearing her, but I'm very excited. That she's I was going to say, who's she playing? They they released the voice cast, but I didn't hear. I don't think I heard them in the movie, but uh, in the trailer. But um, it looks a little generic. It looks like something I'll watch and enjoy. But like, I do want to stress that Pixar always plays it like close to the vest unnecessarily with trailers, you know, and that the Pixar trailers are never like. I need to go see that. Like that no, premise is no, so interesting. It's they, like they bank solely Pixar, on the name. Yeah, Pixar's like, hey, we made a movie. You know, we never make bad movies. You're gonna go, you know. And I think that's shout what out the good dinosaur. 
Was that Pixar? I think so. Okay. It was bad. That was like the only bad one. I heard it wasn't bad that it was just like not. I, I saw it in theaters and hated it, but I also am not the audience for that movie. Um, but anyway, so I thought Lightyear looked fine. Um, I don't care at all. I'm probably not going to see it unless we plan on reviewing it. Um, I don't know, man. This is not really for me. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm good. Like I, I, famously, I don't, I'm not a big fan of animation. The animation does look good. Um, and I'm happy that we've moved on from Tim Allen. That's nice. Um, so, <laughs> um, that's, that's it looks good, good though. It does. It does look good. Um, it does look visually look good. And, you know, I think I might be more into it if it wasn't a toy story thing. And it was just like some sci-fi, some family sci-fi movie. You know, like um, like if it wasn't Buzz Lightyear, yeah. If it was just some movie and this there wasn't anything like connecting it to a Toy Story universe, and it was just like an animated sci-fi film for for families, I think that'd be nice. But then we're I back think, to the IP thing, needing a- yeah, right. H- have to anchor it and sell some tickets. Um, but we have two more trailers to get into. Uh, one is um, we referenced uh, Dario Argento has a new film coming out called dark glasses in this film uh we 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 broke the story a few months ago Um, (laughs) we did we did uh we're the scoopers here um so he's got a new film called dark glasses and it's coming out on the 24th of this month and there's a trailer out for it and it is a full-on giallo it, it appears to be anyway um this is the master of italian horror dario argento is back um he has not made a movie since Dracula 3D in 2012, which is uh, not a good credit. Um, bump, bump. But he's also done some of the most stellar, um, you know, Italian uh, suspense and horror films. Uh, Suspiria, uh, Bird of the Crystal Plumage, Cat and Nine Tales, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, anyway, so the, the plot of the movie is very Argento. Um, a prostitute blinded by a serial killer in a botched attack who takes in a young Chinese boy whose life has been abruptly altered forever by the maniac's actions. He will become her ally in a terrifying struggle to see the off, to see off the killer forever. Um, that was, I think translated from Italian. I'm Uh, glad you read that because I didn't get that from the trailer. Um, yeah. So the, the plot of the movie is, so a a giallo, if you're not familiar with the genre is a big whodunit uh, with lots of murder and candy-colored gore, uh, you know, everything is bright red. Um, and the gore in the trailer is very uh, prominent. There's a lot of gore in this trailer. Um, and I assume we're going to get a lot more um, in the film itself. What did you think of this trailer, Dylan? I know this isn't I, like y- your genre, though. It looks like something I'd watch, though, but it's... I don't know. There's not much to say because the trailer didn't give us it much other than the visuals and the tone. Right. You know? Well, that I mean that that's what a jello is. Jello yeah, is so tone. It looks great. Um, based um, on that. I hope it's good. Um, so you sound and, skeptical though. Well, I mean, Argento later Argento is not like it's not enough recipe for success. Okay. Necessarily. Yeah. He hasn't made a lot of good films um since I don't know, I couldn't tell you what his last like slam dunk was, but um 
his best days are behind him. Although I'm sure he still has, I think he's got one more good giallo in him. Um, but I'm looking at his titles here. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's got this one, and he's got he did Dracula 3D, and yeah, man, he didn't do a lot that's any good since the 90s. Um, his his best movies are 80s. That's like all of his bangers came out in like the 70s and 80s. Because I mean, you're getting uh, 60s too. Um, but he. If you've never seen any of his movies, go go watch. If you want to know what a giallo is, go watch Bird with the Crystal Plumage. Um, it's very, very good. Very light on the gore. Um, just really, really an excellent giallo film. Um, Suspiria is not a giallo, but is also just an Italian horror movie. Is very good, too. I think this is going to be... I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. I think this will be his last film as well. You're going to check it out regardless, though, right? Oh, Absolutely. I I mean, I, I am nothing if not a predictable film stand, and I will go see the new Argento film in theaters if I can. Um, and I'm not going to try to pronounce it in Italian, but it's released in theaters in Italy on February 24th. I don't know when it's coming out over here. Um, we don't have a date on that yet. Um, it's going to debut on February 11th at the Berlin International Film Festival. Um, so okay. we'll see. Um I'm, I, I'll, I'll keep you updated on if we're going to get this stateside or not, or if this is going to be straight to video, which would be a bit of a bummer because I think Argento's Argento has a really nice vision. You've never seen any of his films, have you, Dylan? I can tell you. Uh, if it would have been Suspiria, if you've seen any of it, if you've seen I definitely I saw the original one. Oh, you before, did. Okay. Before we did the uh, remake. Oh, they're so <laughs> different. <laughs> it was. Um, it was so much worse than the new one stop <laughs> okay uh we'll move on from from that uh and we'll 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 go here to um the final trailer which was uh the new a24 trailer with colin farrell called after yang and yes who oh boy do you like sad movies dylan i love a sad movie um this movie looks really sad it does um, it's so, about grief <laughs> yeah it is i mean i understand we just watched drive my car which is also about grief um and it was three hours so hopefully this one what is grief um i don't know but i think colin farrell is going to tell me grief is your adopted robotic son dying and you struggling with how to cope with it grief is Um, love persevering michael oh my god stop vision taught us okay (laughs) is that i i didn't i missed i missed my cue i'm so sorry i'm sorry it's okay but this Um, looks amazing right it's this looks so good go stop i mean there's the podcast has like five minutes left so stop the podcast now come back later and you know go watch the trailer for after gang this looks top notch uh and i don't see colin farrell much anymore i don't know what he's in i haven't seen him a lot batman lately. Mm, that's right he's playing he oswald a- cobblepot is he not Penguin. oh yeah he is yeah oswald cobblepot not the, the not Funga pop says oswald cobblepot and the riddler for those two things anyway this okay he's so a, yeah he Almost exclusively does good movies now. Yes, he yes he's a good actor now. Um, he I mean he was always a good actor, but he's a good actor in good. He movies picks now. good films. I feel like yes. Um, and the director for this is an interesting choice. So the director for this is uh, Koganada, who is a South uh, South Korean born American filmmaker, uh, who is known for his film Columbus as well as primarily video essays, 
I love Columbus. That movie is yes. so good. Fantastic. Of course. Yes, Columbus is amazing. Um, he is frequently also. So if you want to know the Kino here, the Kino check, um, uh, Koganada is also frequently commissioned by the Criterion Collection to help create supplemental videos for its home video releases. Okay. So he has a he has a Kino videographer's eye. So I think this is going to play much like a documentary, not a documentary, but like um you know biopic type of a thing. Um, it's gonna be real good. If you like aesthetic sci-fi yearning, then this is for you. This I is for like. you. Yes, he's but, known um, for like highlighting uh, scenery and architecture and stuff like that. Um, yes, setting using setting to its full extent. So kind of like green night a little bit you know like everything's every frame is a wallpaper that so if yes. that appeals to you i think it's, you'll like this uh and dylan columbus is his only film no okay. wild like just that one people... was pretty sad as well it has john uh-huh. Cho and Haley lou richardson and it's just like it's a it's a rom-com well yeah but, but... it's sad and and uh Right, Very chill as well. Yeah, so go look up the trailer for After Gang if you want to be sad. Um, but before we get <laughs> to our review of Boba Fett, uh, we got to tell you about some uh, some gaming events. Ooh. Now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming gaming events for the month of February. Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7 p.m. till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore game players. Feel free to come by an hour early to learn to play. You can join us this month on February 11th and February 18th. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month, we all get together at the Clear Lake location and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. This event runs from 6pm till about 10. This month on February the 19th, we'll be hosting the WizKids Chimera Paint Night. For only $20, you'll get the miniature, 12 paints, two brushes, a water pot, and a palette. Come down and follow the given instructions or forge your own path. We'll see you at the game table. And we are back to talk about the Book of Boba Fett, Episode 6, or Book 6. I don't know. What, they got a fancy name for these episodes? Book of Mandalorian. Chapter, Book of, Chapter yeah, 6. No freaking kidding. Um, so anyway, uh, obviously spoilers for book of Boba Fett up this to this called point from the desert comes a stranger. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Can you tell what the star of the show is? Um, so yes, spoilers for all star Wars up to this point. Um, if you care about spoilers, uh, we already spoiled at the beginning. So we said Cad Bane. So there you go. Um, anyway, so the big star of the show of this episode is Cad Bane shows up. Dylan, did you know who that was? Vaguely. I forgot. I, I didn't know his name when he did, showed up. I recognized I know, him. I was right. like, I, I was know like, that, guy. that guy. I've seen that toy. Yeah. Um, I've never watched Clone Wars. Uh, that What he's from. I watched Clone Wars, but not too far in. So I've seen him, but not too much. Um, and I could tell that this was someone that they were excited about appearing. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they were... Definitely super. Um, but th- th- yeah, they were really hyping it up in show. Like it was like, oh man, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. The reveal was so long. 
of him yeah, slowly really walking in. I was like, all right, we can see his hat. We know. Right. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, but see, but I didn't recognize him from the hat because like I didn't, I, I only really recognize him when I saw his face because I'm not a, I'm not an animated fan. So I don't, I've never seen the Clone Wars or Rebels. Uh, and like I said, I've seen the toy, but I, I wouldn't have said, oh yeah, cowboy hat. It's got to be Cad Bane. Um, but I'm very glad that people are very excited about it. And it's very cool that they got the original voice actor from the animated show to come back and do the voice. But apparently he's doing the voice a little bit differently. Um, I, that's, that's what Matt and Austin were saying at the, sh- at the, at the shop. So that's okay. their feedback, not mine. Um, I like the voice here. I, I did too. Really I, good. I thought he looked, I, I thought it was good. I have no complaints about Cad Bane. Um, the, the, the only complaint about that scene is the obvious guy who's in it just to get shot. It's yes. like, a, it's like, Oh, you're a random deputy that we've never seen before. Okay. Hello. Oh, hello. Is do you have a red shirt on? Well, okay. In my opinion, this whole scene served no purpose. Other than to be like, show. no, Bob Vanth was not like the Timothy Oliphant's character. Yes. Was not really tied into Boba Fett. I feel like too much. He was in Mandalorian season two. So he returns in this and then it's like, it's very segregated from the rest of the plot. It was, it was, it was very, yeah, you're right. It didn't really need to be there other than to establish Cad Bane rather because clearly Cad Bane is going to show up to fight Boba Fett in the final episode, which is this You know who Cad Bane looks like? Who? Will this, will this ruin it? Do you want to know? Yes, I don't care. Okay, you might have to like look it up to refresh your memory, but to me, he looks exactly like I got Google the, ready. The main guy, the person you play as and destroy all humans. Oh my god, yeah, he does. That alien, he looks exactly like that. You remember I don't have to look that up. I worked at GameStop for 10 years, Dylan. Yes, okay. He looks identical. He's that with a hat. Yeah. Uh Crypto was the guy's name. I couldn't have told you that, but yes. his name is Crypto. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Wow. Anyway, that's all that? I see. When he, I he, see do, he do be he do be looking look like like that though. <laughs> uh, and the, and crypto also did wear uh, a fedora, right? <laughs> so you know, just saying. I, although I think I don't know what what predates it. I don't know what came out first. Probably Cad Bane. Um, but anyway. I, I'd like I'd like to think they ripped off destroy all humans. But anyway, um, so you look we're, cool. We're also not talking about the first half of the show, which is. Uh, Mando goes to visit Ahsoka. This was cameo the episode. Yeah, it was. You know, so we got Ahsoka, we got Luke, we got Cad Bane, we got Grogu D2, we got Cobb, Grogu, we got Grogu. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. we Good got boy. Bubba Fett cameo as well. Yep. He was oh. in that one scene. Um, Fennec, she cameoed as well. That was pretty cool. Cameoing in their own show. In their got own it. show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we get Mando going to visit Luke and Ahsoka and Grogu to go give him a little present. And you see a lot of Grogu's, Grogu's training and you get a lot of teases of like, Hey, Ahsoka, what are you up to? Oh, you know, you'll find out when I get my own show type of thing. Um, did you think this is where it was going based on last? episode? No, I this thought is- that last episode was a tease and a setup for what will happen in Mandalorian when he goes to find Grogu, you know? I thought mm. that was like, even though it felt out of place, I thought that was a good setup to get us excited for Mandalorian, you know? Because like I didn't, th- I didn't think we were getting a whole nother Mando episode. 
right know, of him which, like oh we're actually gonna go find grogu now okay Got which it. i'm okay with because mandalorian is better than book of boba fett but um, in the scope of the show i really right. we're doubling down on a mistake you know well so this is what we got into at work a little bit it's like this illustrates that this is not a good show the, the fact that i'm enjoying these two episodes means the book of boba fett is not very good um because i really enjoyed this episode um but as a singular experience, you know what I'm right. saying? Like on the whole, this is a bad episode for Book of Boba Fett. You know, like this is not. I would argue that it's not a very good episode, even just like as Mandalorian, if I like the we first were half. excited about all the cameo stuff, you know, because like the the first part with Cobb and Cad Bane doesn't make any sense. And then the Grogu thing seems very rushed to me, like. I, oh, you know here. what? I agree with Goodbye. you. And I'm like, hi, bye. And then Grogu has to make a choice immediately of being a Jedi or. I think like some of it, the reason I enjoyed this episode so much is I'm just like relieved to be still doing this and not the Boba Fett storyline, you know? I, I agree. Um, what did you think about the Luke effects? And also they changed, they had a different voice actor this time. I heard that they got, they had like old voice dialogue of that they used or something like that that they stitched that together it sounded a little awkward to me like i i yeah let me show you what we're doing like very a little a little like siri if that's what they did yeah um maybe they've just made a siri of mark hamill at this point i i believe that i read that there was a that's just a different voice actor that they got to do it um i could be fully mistaken but i think that's what matt told me okay Um, well if matt said it's probably true yeah, I mean, if it came from the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> um, shout out, Matt. Um, I thought if that's the case, I don't think the voice actor was very good. <laughs> Gotta be honest. Um, uh, if it I, was a real person doing that. Oh, you know what, Dylan? You were right. Um, he is voiced by a computer. He's a, he's a Vocaloid. Okay. He's like he's a Hatsune Miku. It's an impressive computer voice. It's yes, it's a good technology, but also. I also think, so he looks better than he did last time. Much better, yes. Except for when he's like talking. That's well, they cut awkward. they cut away every time, almost every I know, time, almost every time. ADR. Right when you see the when you see the mouth move, it's definitely not good. Um, and also, when they try to do things to humanize, like some forced blinking or whatever, looks kind of weird to me. Um, but on oh. the whole, when he's sitting and meditating. Man, it looked really, really good. It did so much better than Mandalorian season two. Right. But do you know about why he looks so much better? Why? There's some history here. Like, well, I know, I know, like the internet, like completely roasted them and like fixed it and made it better with some some deep fake tech. Yeah, exactly. So there's a guy named his internet name is Shamuk. Okay. And he's been doing this for a while. He replaced, um, he put Harrison Ford in the solo movie. He fixed oh, right. the deep. He fixed the young Luke scene in Mandalorian. Um, if you know his work, you've seen him fixing Star Wars stuff. Right. Um, he did Tarkin. He fixed the Rogue One Tarkin. Um, but then he was hired last year or a couple years ago by Industrial Light. What's it called? Uh, ILM Industrial Light and yeah, Magic. ILM hired him based on his YouTube work. That's crazy. To work for them for Star Wars. So it's like, I don't know, this is a cool story about like a win for someone who's just like online messing around, you know? Not that what he's doing isn't super labor intensive, but 
Of course. It's one guy, you know, trumping like a That's amazing. team of people. So they hired I mean, him and you could you could see because it looks so much better this time. That's the that's 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 like the nerd dream right there. I like, know. Let me fix this for you. Oh, I have a job now. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Can I just do this for the rest of my life? That's a that's incredible. I but didn't know should, that they just I got that guy. To go look up his YouTube because there's a lot of them I've, in there. I've seen it. They're I've seen good. his work. I had no idea yeah. that he is a he turned pro. Good for him. That's really well, cool. you know what? That that's what the industry needs, right? You need somebody who isn't used. To, like ILM has standards. You know, they've been doing things a certain way for the long for a long time, et cetera, et cetera. There's yes. probably less innovation. Yeah, because everyone's learning from the same people, you know, just passing right. down the same techniques. Like right, you, you get that. You get that anywhere you go, like in any sort of business or, um, uh, you know, any setting. You know, if you just if you're never having new ideas expressed, you're never gonna you're you're gonna improve, but you're not gonna improve dramatically like that. It's just cool to see, like, if you're have any kind of skill, you know, and you're like, I could do this, or you know, I could make something cool. Just make it and put it out. You never know, you know? Right. You'll get better and better at it. And then the thing that you're making could be like your profession. So it's like um, in back in the day, Star Trek would accept fan submitted scripts always. And they would make them. And then sometimes those people will get hired as writers, you know, like that's living the dream. You turned your fan fiction into, into a job. You know, that's amazing. So good, good for good for this guy, dude. That's really cool. What's, I think we'll what's his... see like this one dude have ram. It's just Shamook S H A M O O K on YouTube. Shamook. Okay, cool. But you'll I don't know this one dude's like practices could have ramifications on like the industry. It's crazy. He took out. He successfully redid Superman in Justice League. The bad CGI mustache stuff. Yes. He fixed that. Like it's just a little embarrassing for studios. I feel like too. You know? I, yeah. If I'm like the head of a studio, I'm like, how much money did I pay you to do this? <laughs> this guy did it in his house for yeah. free. <laughs> like, and often he's like, well, I could have done it better, but it's on top of a CGI character, like with Tarkin. You know, right? He's like, so I'm already working on a base. It's not that great. So it's it's a little embarrassing. But what he wow. does a lot, most of his YouTube is putting OG actors into remakes. Like Mel Gibson right. into Mad Max and, uh, you know, like Brendan Fraser into the new Mummy and stuff like that. That's so, interesting. That's amazing. You um, think? I don't know. I was I I like kept thinking about what this means for Hollywood and like Mark Hamill and if you can just deepfake if it gets if it continues to get way better like could they maybe do it for people who aren't alive anymore and is that ethical? Well, I mean that's and, that's Tarkin. You know, yeah. I I didn't I didn't like that with Tarkin. If you go back and like listen to our Rogue is One, another level, like it is. Worse. But if you go back and listen to our Rogue One episode, I think I talked about it on that episode where I am not okay with that because, as I recall at the time, the Peter Cushing estate did not sign off on it. No, 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 no. Or maybe they did, but they offered him a bunch of money. So it's like, what are they going to say no? Like, yeah. Um, I well, don't know. What it- what if an actor sells the rights to their likeness while they're well, then, alive? Yeah, then yeah, that's it. That that that's of course that's of course that's okay. It's um, okay, but I don't know if I want to see too much of that. I like performances, you know. <laughs> I think what we could get is you get um better sequentially told stories that aren't tied to an actor looking a specific way. 
Like, oh, we have to age Stranger Things up because the kids are adults now. That's true. Whereas yeah. you could, you could, you could do it like Doctor Who does audiobooks because the Doctor not, not audiobooks they do audio dramas, and they and the voice doesn't change all that much. I mean, it gets deeper over time or whatever. But like you know, David Tennant still puts out multiple Doctor Who episodes a year on audio, and it is, you know, that's the same thing as this. Potentially, you could you could have like just using continuing the Stranger Things analogy, you could have multiple high school Stranger Things seasons. Uh, you know, you could just keep that train running up until as long as you want to. Uh, you know, I think it I think it's good ultimately. Uh, as long as you're not using your powers for evil and just like resurrecting people who yeah, like, would want to do that. It's like it's like selling tickets to the Tupac hologram. Like, mm, that's not okay. Like yeah. that's gross. Respect it's, this man. It's very interesting because comic books the characters never age and they've been running for a hundred years, you know? So like you could have like a 70-year-old Chris Evans playing regular, you know. 30 right. year old Captain America in, in because a few decades. They can know? always filter the voice down a little bit too. As long as they have the the strength and presence of voice to still perform. Like Tom Baker is very old and he still does fourth doctor episodes. He does sound a little bit older, but you know, it's fine. You you make I don't it know that if they have foresight, they could do the thing where they go in and record like every sound and every yeah, type yeah. of way make a voice now you know they're like oh we're gonna use this later they could move <sighs> to that i don't know they, they could they could and then but then they're just watching animated film i don't know i think <laughs> well that old actor could be performing but with a deep fake of a younger version of himself that's so interesting but if we're talking about the hatsune miku style the vocaloid style where you're gonna have like I play a keyboard that is chris evans because it's different in japanese because so japanese is purely a phonetical language so like if you can record all the phonetics and you can play it like a keyboard and mm-hmm. and you get uh, a, f- a fully synthesized speech that sounds natural, it's English is not the same. Um, so it's a little different, but you know, Siri can read you an audiobook now and she does inflections and knows, knows when to go up and down in pitch. And I, 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 I mean, it's still not Wait. as good as an actor doing it. I'm sure this isn't real, but it could be the way I would like it is if it was the original actor performing and they're a deep fake of themselves and their voice is like the Scream 3 technology, like okay, de-aging their voice also. So well, we I get think... their we get their inflection still and their okay, the way so, they say it. So you have old man Chris Evans. So so you're doing like in Tron, right? Where they just like uh had Kurt Re- Oh yeah, but but Tron but good, right? Like yeah. uh he you have that like... as well on YouTube. I'm sure he did. So you have, right. So you have the real actor, but then they just paint over them digitally and fix their voice. I mean, I don't know if the, the vocaloid technology is needed for that. I think that you can fix that with post-processing at this you point. You could do that. Or you could, if you have the voice technology, you could probably match it with the same exact tone and pitch for each syllable, you know, like the right. way they performed it. I'm sure that's weird again. I don't know. We'll see. I, the Uncanny Valley is hard to overcome because Luke wasn't, I don't think it was quite perfect yet, you know, right. when he moved, when he talked. Interesting. Um, well, Looked there's more. Anyway, anyway, so Boba Fett was all right. Uh, yeah, we have more to say about the future of Deepfake than Boba yeah, Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett was fine. Um, it was a good Mando episode. It was a fine Mando episode. Um, it was also a Ahsoka setup a little bit. It was. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll stand by my 
thing that even though these last two episodes are good, the show is not so far. I mean, there's only one episode left, so I don't think I, I would at this point give the show a fail because you needed to just turn it into Mandalorian for me to enjoy it. Yeah, I would. It's a big fumble for me because you're set up in a way that you just need to deliver something okay and it would be a big win because it's Boba right. Fett. It's such a huge, it's not a huge if, character, but it's a huge name. What if they kill him in the last episode? Wouldn't that be great? They won't. It's like they did, I, of course they won't, but they did all this to bring him back and then just like, oh, guess what? I, I don't know. I think, I think there was a big improvement between Mandalorian season one and Mandalorian season two. I think something similar could happen here. We're, this is a discussion maybe for the next episode after the finale, yeah. but um, so we'll talk more next week about where the future of the series is going for sure. But um, I'm excited to see Mando and Boba interact. Which we already saw. Well, I mean, but like you just want more of it, I guess. I, I want it to be good. I mean, we saw it in Mando. Yeah. We didn't see it in this yet. Right. Or am I forgetting something? No, not not here. Yeah. yeah, we saw we saw it previously before he had his armor, but now we'll see two Mandalorians in armor. I know he's not a Mandalorian anymore, or whatever. Yeah, the, whatever the culture until he bathes in the waters of Lake Minnetonka or whatever. Can I? Oh, I know what I wanted to say. Okay, it's more about Luke, his okay. character. I feel oh. like he's such a jerk. Like Luke sucks, dude. Like, how no, can I'm, anyone defend Luke? He's so no, Luke sucks. I've no. maintained this the whole time. This, this though, I think is a good um, uh, something for people to show them that the Jedi really aren't all that. Like the Jedi kind of suck. Like it's if an this extreme, is a religious extremist. Cult. Yes, it's a cult. Dude. I know it's always like, been that, and it's like, oh, he's just not realizing that. But like, we haven't seen Luke enforce it to the point where it's like. I don't think you've seen uh, anybody damaging to someone else. You correct. Know? Correct. You, you haven't seen. Yeah. They've like, done you haven't that, seen... They, they touched on that a lot in Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I'm only speaking of live action because, and I feel like I am, of course I would, but I feel like I'm in the majority of people that have only seen the live action. I think you're, I don't know what the level of fandom is for everybody, but like, um, I feel like, people uh know the live action way more than they would the the, sure, the animated yeah. so mm-hmm. i think not counting because i know the novels too i've read i've read plenty of the novels the novels touch on all that stuff um but the live action has never touched on really to my knowledge how crappy the jedi really are uh and you know then in the movies it's just they're the heroes. They're the white knights. They're the paladins. They're the good guys on the horse. They're Gandalf. Yeah. What? You know, that's when, the disconnect for me is that I feel like they're billed as like the saviors of the world. Yeah. Like warrior monk. Right. Little and angels. they are. Yeah. Angels, which they are not like they definitely have extreme ideas. So I don't know. I think this was a good. It really made me not like Luke. But I already wasn't a Luke fan anyway. But like it really did. I liked it from a, a storytelling standpoint because it really did illustrate like we're treating this child like this. He wants to go see his father, Din Djarin, his true born father. You know, like I, I think, I don't know. And, uh, and, okay. And I don't remember what episode, what, episode three, Obi Wan said only a Sith deals in absolutes. And Luke's over here like pick, 
me or right. him. You know, it's like giving him an ultimatum to this baby. Come on. Right. Well, I mean, this is the point where Luke is like, uh, you know, he's trying to reestablish a Jedi order. So maybe he's I don't know. I love the idea. I haven't I'm not in big into the EU, but I know about the great Jedi. I love the idea of that. Uh, that's what I want to see. You know, right. Jedi who can have connection, because I think all good stories thrive on human connection, you know, or not human, alien, whatever, personal connection. And, and they don't have that. So it's like, well, it's boring to me. Right. But Ahsoka, um, I'm excited. So, yes, I, I, me too. And let's wrap it up there. And I realized we skipped pick of the week. Oh, no, let's do it. So let's do it right now. Um, okay. My pick of the week real quick is a manga. The Masterful Cat is Depressed Again Today, Volume 3. It's okay. very cute. It's like a there's like a humanoid cat who's like a butler or something and a really like uh, like overworked. a furry? No. No, no, no. Uh not like that. Uh Okay. I'll like send cats. You, I'll, yeah, the movie. just just a cat. Mm, no. Just well, How's he humanoid? Just he's a large he's just a large cat. He's like a butler. I sent you I sent you the cover of the manga to the uh, Discord here. Um he cooks and cleans oh. and does does the grocery shopping. And he's just, he's just another person. She bought him to be a pet. And then because she's overworked and stressed. Okay. <laughs> um, it's very funny. Um, it looks I, funny. Just the cover. I, I love it. Um, he takes great pride in his culinary skills. Of course. And he always gets a good deal at the supermarket, at the supermarket. So okay. it's great. Uh, volumes one, two, and three are available at Clear Lake and most other stores. I'm sure. My pickle is an old one. It's a, a facsimile, a new facsimile from Marvel. It is Edge of Spider-Verse number two. Nice. First appearance of Spider-Gwen. The one and Excellent. only. Um, so if you're not filthy rich and can't afford an original printing of this book, <laughs> um, get the facsimile. And the nice thing about, I think, about the modern facsimiles is that they're like extremely close to the original printing, you know? They it's like a, rep- are very a replica. Close. So that's really cool. I don't know. Um, yeah. it's a great story too, regardless. Um, so like if you haven't read Spider Gwen and you want to give it a try, this is the place to do it. It's a good book to have, Dylan. Are you gonna buy it again? Uh, maybe because I sold my original one. Yeah, start clawing my way back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just buy, buy 20 and hope for the best. Yeah, um, but I think that is gonna do it for us this week. Uh, thank you all so much for downloading us. Bye, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.